Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What up, you guys? It's your girl, Seven Streeter, and I am here with my girl, Colleen. And this is Eating While Broke. So today, I'm going to hook y'all up with a little little hood classic that I ate growing up. You know, when money get funny sometimes, you can never go wrong with a classic bologna egg and cheese sandwich, but it got to be fried, a fried bologna egg and cheese sandwich. Okay. Eating while broke. Do you fry the bologna? Yes, child. We're going to fry some bologna today. Oh, we fry it too? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you guys, you were just going to cook the egg and melt the cheese on it. I didn't know. I've never yeah. actually had a bologna and egg sandwich. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to put you on. All right, so bologna. I like to start, make sure it's a little warm. Yes. Okay. I like to start with the bologna, right? Because the bologna is going to take the longest to cook. You okay. feel me? So one piece for you, one piece for me. I will be awesome. honest, though. I don't eat a lot of bologna these days. I like to keep it a little clean. I eat real clean now. Okay. Perfect. But every now and then, it's just, you know, I just be craving the things that I ate growing up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And don't get it twisted because I will go home to this day right now. And if it's 4 o'clock in the morning and me and my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, we just up chilling and we just have one of those urges, we, we might make a little bologna Friday, bologna cheese sandwich for real. Wow. So how does someone from Haines, Florida? Haines City. Haines City, Florida, yes. which I, I did look up. It was, it's a small town, a very small town. Yes. How does someone go from a small town to, you know, writing on Chris Brown's records, Kelly Rowland, Alicia mm-hmm. Keys? Like mm-hmm. how, and you're banging out hits, but how do you go from, you know, the small town to... 
Man, I mean, um, you know, I sang everywhere growing up. I was singing at weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs, talent shows, malls, like anywhere that I could. And, um, you know, throughout the years, singing kind of led me into different spaces. It led me into girl groups, which led me into meeting Chris Brown, which led me into writing for him, which, you know, led into me being able to write for other artists because of what I was able to do with him. So um, it was just a... It's just a crazy, it's a crazy journey, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Was he the first person that you wrote for? He was my first placement. My first placement was a song called Yeah, Three Times. Okay. And um, yeah, it was my my baby. It was my first time uh, that I was like left in a studio to to finish something up. And I was nervous as hell, um, but it, it it was a good lesson for me because it was like, all right. But write the hell out of this verse or, you know, so. But you were now you were an artist. Yes. And then, of course, you were a songwriter. But Mm -hmm. how when it came to Chris Brown, he saw. So he sees you. He's like, you're an amazing talent. Come write for me. Or was it like he saw that you wrote a really good song? Uh -uh. I literally we were working at the same studio with him. I was in a group at the time and we were working at the same studio across the hall and I saw him in the hallway and I was like, hey, yo, Chris, you know, I heard you was about to go write. Can I come and write with you guys? And honestly, I never had a writing placement. I never wrote, you know, had any placements, but I don't know. I just feel like that was God saying, okay, you should go ask him if you can write. That was awesome. That's awesome that you did it. Yeah, man. Listen, God is good. You gotta. You uh, weren't scared to do it? Or you were just like, uh, I'm an artist. We're in the same place. It's You know what? At that point in my career, you just learn that when you have the urge and the feeling and the, the inkling to do something, you probably should act on it at the moment. You know, you know, I don't like to have wasted opportunities. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so I just I looked at it as an opportunity. Oh, girl, we over here. It's, it's frying, girl. It's frying. It smells it's good, frying. though. It's frying, frying. Yeah. See, I like for it to get a little burnt and a little crispy. Okay. You know, a little burnt, a little crispy. So I'm going to let those, you know. Yeah, make it let exactly them, how you We're going to let them sizzle a little bit. Yes. So you went from girl group to uh, independent or just solo artist. Yeah. And how was that transition? Did you lose friends along the way? Mm, you know what? That that transition, I will say, um, it was twofold. Um, in terms of me being a songwriter, it was so beautiful. It was amazing. You know what I mean? Because I, I got to be around a lot of amazing other songwriters. And, um, you know, like I said, I didn't have any placement. So I was really learning, you know. And, you know, Chris's Fame album and Chris's Fortune album, I wrote seven songs with them on Fame wow. and seven songs with them on Fortune. And I was just surrounded by the most amazing creatives. Chris obviously being one himself, but just um, just And dope. He, he writes with you guys. Yeah, he's an amazing really? songwriter. Absolutely, an amazing songwriter. So, um, I learned a lot. And so for my songwriting, it was amazing. In terms of um, my me being an artist, you know, I've been in girl groups pretty much all my life. So that was a little bit of a transition and kind of like, OK, now, you you know, you're on your own, you're solo. What do you want to sing about? What yeah. do you want to write about? And, um, you know, it was the beginning of me figuring out who I am in that sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet. Yeah. So when you were younger, did you know you wanted to be a songwriter or it just started Mm -hmm. to develop as your your artistry grew? You know what? Being a um, I I always wanted to be a singer. I did not realize 
the um, the value of being a songwriter. And I didn't realize how therapeutic it was. Like songwriting is so therapeutic. Even if I'm not writing for myself and I'm writing for other people, it's like, oh, let me get these ideas and these emotions up off of me, child. So, um, you know, when I was younger, I didn't realize it. I just wanted to be a singer and I wanted to dance. And, um, you know, when songwriting came along, I started to realize there were so many more benefits. For one, it's therapeutic. For two, um, obviously the money is really, yeah, it really great. it pays a lot more, right? It than- pays really, really great, and it pays you for a very long time. And so, um, yeah, so I, it just kind of came my baby, too. Speaking of pay, if you don't yes. mind, for yes. us that re- we really don't yes. know how the financials work. Because yes. I know all the artists listening, they, you know, they want to be mainstream. They want to be the seven mainstream they're yes. not thinking about the artistry and the and the and songwriting and the publishing right can you explain kind of how that process works first i'm about to smother me some some smother me some mayonnaise on this mm-hmm. bread do you like mayonnaise i love mayo okay mommy i got you i'm so, glad you didn't say miracle whip <laughs> i can't i do not I like, don't like miracle, miracle whip, whip. <laughs> i only like miracle whip and like potato salad Okay. My yeah. grandma, my grandma Sally makes like the best potato salad. Okay. My grandma Lois and my grandma Ruby do not get mad at me because y'all potato salad is good too. <laughs> okay. Y'all have other things that is like top tier. Um, but yeah, I love, uh, I love mayo. I do not like Miracle Whip though. Now yeah. I will say this though. I, for years was never a big mustard fan. Really? Mainly just ketchup. Oh, but you know, girl. the older you get. The more, and uh, I've had enough street Cali dogs mm-hmm. to know that throw all the condiments on there. Right. You guys are you guys are doing it's it right. Like the more, the merrier. Yeah. You feel me? It's yes. like put everything on my. I need everything. Jalapenos, like oh, I'm yeah. here for all of it. I need a little bit more mayo too. So, uh, when did you move to LA? I moved to LA two thousand and two. So this is right when you're working with Chris, right when you're released. No, no, no. This was early. This was in, I was in a group then. I was in a group called, 2002 was a group called TT4. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit after that, probably like, maybe like five years after that, there was my um, other group, Rich Girl, and that was amazing. And then Chris came a little bit later. So uh, it's been a little minute. LA is kind of like a second home to me. Um, and I just love it because it allows me to be my most creative self. Most, some of the most creative people in the world out here. I love it. Did you move here by yourself? No, I moved here with my family, my mom, my dad, and my brother. Which also, my brother just so happens to, um, he produced the record. I'm going to sit this. Yes, nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. My brother, um, my brother actually produced the song on my recent album. It's called uh, Nasty Girl, and it's featuring Bia. And, um, you know, so it's like it's that was a really full circle moment for me because, like I said, I moved out here, moved out here with my family. So to um, look up and it's some years later, ooh, I'm, this is so fat and it's going to be so good and fat. I love it. So good and fat. <laughs> Smells good. So, so, so good and fat. So this is a family affair. <laughs> it is. My family, like, they're my dogs. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like my road dogs. They've held me down for a very long time. So from the beginning, you were like, I want to do singing. And they said, all right, let's pack up our bags. Let's support. Let's put her in everything mm-hmm. she wants to. And everything we need to be in. And, um, you know, my brother played instruments from a very young age. So he's very musical, too. And, um, 
yeah, I was in a girl group when I was 15 years old and me and my mother, we moved to California first. My brother and my uh, and my dad came like a year after that. And we just, I worked in that group until, you know, for a year or so. And then the group disbanded after a year. And um, my family and I, we stayed in California for maybe like four more years, five more years. Uh-huh. And then, and then we moved back to Florida. And when I moved back to Florida, that's when... I started to um, I started to dabble in writing a lot more. I was working with the runners and, you know, I just gotten, uh, you know, just kind of diving into writing a lot. I like a lot of pepper, too, by the way. OK, I love I'm with pepper. it. I'm trying it. However you eat it, <laughs> I'm going to try it and I'm going to try to rate it, too. Yes, I love a lot of pepper. So go back to the songwriting. I hate to mm-hmm. read just to kind of educate everybody, how does the process work? Do you, does the artist like say Alicia Keys? Does she come to you and say, "Hey, I'm feeling blue today. Can right. you write a song about me feeling blue," or do you just come over to her house and hang out with her and switch? No, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it works like that. Sometimes I like to um, I like to know what people are going through in their lives before I write songs about them. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's how how you get the best performance. That's how people better, you know, best connect to the records. You know, consumers are smart and they don't give them enough credit. You know what I mean? For being smart. They can feel when things are not authentic. And, um, you know, so I like to know what like, for example, if I were writing a song about you, Mm -hmm. I would sit here and ask you, are you in love? Mm -hmm. Are you are you are you you know, are you angry at someone? How do you feel about yourself? You know what I mean? What um, what are your dreams? What are your goals? What are your insecurities? What are the things that you think make you bomb? Like I want to know all of those things. So um, that's a lot of the process. Well, that's a part of the process Mm -hmm. because you also have other times where like, for example, right now I'm. I just put out my album, Drunken Words, Soul and yeah. Thoughts, right? Yeah. And I have, um, when I finish my projects, I uh, usually have a lot of songs left over. So what I like to do is I like to ship those songs out to oh, whatever, wow. whatever You're not artist. not a hater at all. Nah. You share it. It's like whatever artist is looking. Because at this point, I've, I've gotten my creative juices mm-hmm. off within my project you know what I mean so um I don't I don't want to I don't like to let records just sit lay dormant on my you know on my hard drive I want the you know that the ideas came to me because somebody needs to hear them so they don't do any good by just sitting on my laptop so I sell them that way too how do you select the ones that stay and the ones that go now that that's the question I have been trying to answer for a very long time. You just know when you know when you know what your body of work is supposed to feel like. And it's one of those things no one can really tell you when that is, which is like, you know, for me, it's been a four-year process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, in between projects. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. I don't apologize for it. I think it was very necessary and therapeutic um, in a lot of different ways. But um yeah, you just know when you know when your yeah. project is done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Since you've been in the industry, have you had any hiccups? Um, I mean, I think that kind of just comes along with it. Every artist has their story, you know? Um, every artist has been, uh, you know, in situations that you thought were going to go well and then ended up taking a left turn and then you have to pivot from there. But I think that that is, that's just a part of it. And that's the thing that makes us... Uh, that's how you learn. You know what I mean? It makes you resilient. It 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 you know puts more tools on your tool belt. You learn how to you know 
shake and move and, and, and that whole type of thing. So experiences, yeah. I mean, I've been in groups and groups have lost record deals. I have, it's just been a lot of different things. You know, I've had songs that I love, you know, get, uh, you know, look up and, and the beats are gone because somebody's, it's a lot of different little things. Mm-hmm. I've had, um, I've had people like within our industry, like, you know, try to stop certain, you know, deals and things like that. So have I experienced it? I've experienced it all. But um, at the end of the day, all it does is make me stronger. All it does is, um, all it does is, you know, it just makes me more resilient. It just puts an even bigger battery in my back, you know? Does it, like, what pulls you out of it? Is your mom coaching you through or are you crying? Or Well, what pulls me out of it is that I actually love what I do. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, it's like a little ludicrous um, for, you know, for people to... There's nothing to put it this way. There's nothing that's ever going to happen that's going to ever make me stop doing music. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. Like, literally nothing. And I There's family. never been a time where you doubted it. There's never been a time that I've doubted my purpose. There has been times where I've doubted um, how things were going to get from one space to another. Mm-hmm. But I never doubted. Can you give me an example of that? Um... Well, in between deals, in between deals, in between albums, when you're when you're trying to creatively figure out where you're gonna go next, what is it gonna be next? What is your music gonna sound like next? You know, what what label are you gonna be at? Who's gonna understand your your art? Those people don't realize that the transitional periods in between when we give you guys one project to the next, there's a lot that goes on there. Yeah. So you really have to um, you kind of and there's you can't get around it. Yeah, you just have to go through it. You wow. know, so it's um it's one of those things that I'm a, I'm so appreciative for. I really, really, I really, truly am. I really, truly am. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? Fifty five percent of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only four percent of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city 
trolley tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show change the drive into work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Your parents make the adjustment from Florida, a small yeah. town, mm-hmm. small city in Florida, yeah. to L.A. was a big investment, I'd imagine. Absolutely. So did you feel any type of responsibility like to pay back or do you feel pressure or were they just um, like, no? My parents have never made me feel like that. Okay. They really honestly haven't until this day. Like, they are my riders. Like, they go so hard. Anybody who know me, they know. They go so hard. So um, any pressure to, to, no, not no pressure. Okay. That's family. That's what you do for family yeah you know what I mean but I love that. um you know in every way that I can for the rest of my life I I tend on repaying yeah, them in mo- in different ways you of know course. what I mean like but so. it comes from a place of genuine love and not like pressure absolutely I love absolutely. that absolutely I love that yeah that's, that's pretty good. cool it's a blessing so we're almost halfway through your meal. I'm excited to eat it. I'm hungry. <laughs> it smells good. I've never had a fried bologna egg sandwich. Mm. So I'm looking forward to this. Girl, I got you. Okay. So your favorite song on your album? At the moment, my At favorite moment. song is a song called Fallback. So Fallback. When yeah. you were writing this record, mm-hmm. you wrote it by yourself or with writers? I wrote it by myself. So what were you going through? Ooh, when I wrote Fallback, I was falling out of a situation with someone. And um, someone that I cared about very deeply. But um, really started to realize that we were a lot more similar than I, I thought. And maybe not in, in a lot of great ways, but also in not, in a not you know, some not so good ways as well. Um, you know, we kind of live similar lifestyles and... Uh, you know, sometimes that can clash a little bit because people are 
um, a little bit, they'll feel something, but be a little bit hesitant to mm-hmm. actually just, you know what, just dive all the way into it. And so fallback is about um, that space where you know that it could it could move forward, but for you know what, it's a little, you know what, fallback, I won't hold that against you because love is scary. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's what fallback is about. You've been in love multiple times? Or? I mean, I think, you know, I've been in different versions of love. You I know like what I mean? That. I like that. Yeah, because it's like, I think I'm still, you know, I, I think you never truly have this whole idea of what love is. I think that as I get older, I add a little bit more love knowledge onto my love too belt. So, you know, I've been in love a few times. Your parents have been together a long time. Yes. Do they have feel been. like they're the bar? Um, I don't think there is a bar when it comes to 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 love and relationships. I think it's a very, you know, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very singular thing. It's a very, yeah. uh, uh, you know, case by case yeah. thing, yeah. you know, relationship by relationship thing. Every relationship has its own rules and ways yeah. and vibes True. and and whatever that is. It's like that's their business and that's what works for them and that's what works for them and that's what works for them. So, you know, you find what works for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. So what are your expectations for this next record? Like, what would you like to see happen I would like to see all of my fans um, to just, I want them to get to a place where this song begins to speak for them. The record, the product begins to speak for them. That's all I really want. I want them to feel like they, um, I want them to feel seen and heard and understood. And if they don't have the words to express themselves, I want them to be able to Put in the product to say this is exactly how I feel because I think that that's what music is about. It's about helping people um, communicate and express themselves. I need yeah. to more butter. Your sandwich is almost done. But yeah, exactly. We have a, a knife, a sharp knife. No? Growing up, who were your inspirations? Growing up, my inspirations were um, Whitney Houston. Right, Carrie. Um, who else did I love? Brandy, Monica. And you wrote for all of them. Well, well, not all of them, but you wrote for Brandy. I wrote for Brandy, and that was like a dream come true for me. Um, Were you nervous at all? Or do you get to actually work with them, or is it you send it in? No, I get to actually work nice. with them. Thank you. And uh, it was a, it, I lost my mind when she walked in the studio. I really did. Lost my whole mind. And we wrote, I wrote a song with Chris um, for her called Slower. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just, and first of all, she killed that record. Mm-hmm. Just to even hear her sing words that we had come up with and melodies that we had come up with was like some whole other shit for me. I lost, I lost my mind. Yeah, I bet. I lost my mind. And then seeing your name on her album? Seeing my name on a Brandy album, because all my life, all I did was read the booklets. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah I, mean? I remember those days. I read them all. Remember those days when you yeah. had the booklets? The booklets. I and you could read the lyrics. Yes, I would live in wow. the lyrics. Yeah, so it was amazing. Wow. Was really did you good. did you go through the phase of recording the radio at any point? Say that one more time. Recording the radio? You know, you put the cassette. This was before, you know, oh, when you had the cassette. You, you know, really couldn't afford nothing. You put the cassette in and you record the radio. You know, I didn't record the radio. I didn't record the radio. But the but the booklet vibe was definitely my okay. thing. Like, it was definitely, definitely my thing. Well, that's good. good you, you weren't stealing music. Little <laughs> little music beef over here. 
Sorry. Uh, music lover. Music you, lover. You music lover. I was music lover on a budget, okay? That's all. Listen here. Listen here. Bro, listen. Uh, eating on a, uh, eating while, while broke. broke. Music, exactly. and, and you have music while broke, okay? That's music what it was. Music while broke. <laughs> you know? The yeah. second I had money, I paid for my record stuff. Amen. You know? Amen to that. I want you to bite in it before it gets cold. Yes. I want to try this. Here we go. <laughs> this looks delicious. Look at the layers. The crisp. <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow. Right? It's good warm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. It's a classic. A fried egg bologna and cheese sandwich. You can't... And it's really quick. And it's super quick. Mm -hmm. Super duper quick. Okay, I'm going to make mine. And the mustard adds a nice kick. Right? And then if you want, like, you put a little some lettuce and tomato on there, you know. So what is something that your fans don't know about you? Your loyal mm. fans, by the way, because I see them on your Insta and then all the comments. But my fans, what don't they know about me? Um, I really want to think about that. Yeah, think about it. Because it would be Sorry, nice. Let me clean my workspace. It'd be nice to watch this episode and say, oh, my gosh, I did not know that about Seven. I mean. You didn't have a crush on Chris at all? No, <laughs> no. I don't maybe know that could work with Chris. Maybe that's something that they would be surprised to know. No, like it was always just family. Who have you worked with that you got starstruck? Alicia Keys. Starstruck. Oh, let me think. Alicia, um, if Alicia Keys walked in here, I love Alicia. I I definitely got starstruck when it was Alicia. We are the way our session started was on a Zoom, like on a on a Zoom at, at the time. Yeah, and um, even through a Zoom, I was like nervous as shit. Like, did you just make the disclaimer like, "Look, you're Alicia Keys"? <laughs> no, nah, I had to like put on a good face. Like, yeah, like no, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. What do you need for the record? You good? And then when we hung up, then I lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> then I lost it. But um, no, I love me some Alicia. Did you feel like the day leading up to those moments where, like, say, Alicia Keys, where you're excited, Brandy, did you feel like knowing that was coming up in the middle of your day or in the beginning of your day, did you feel like the time ticked a lot slower? Um, do I feel like it was the time was slower? When yeah, you, you know, when you're high, you're anticipating something, yeah, and you're like, it's taking forever, you know, you're like, why can't it be two o'clock? Um, Nah, I get lost in music when I do it. And I don't even have, I don't even know what time is when I work. Wow. I really don't. I don't. And I'll stay up for days and just work and work and work. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll work, eat, shower, work, eat, shower, work, eat, shower. I think there's something to be said when you do something that you genuinely are passionate about. Yeah. You know. So what happens if someone hasn't found what they're passionate about? What advice would you give them, though? Um... For one, I'll, I'll say, I'll just tell them what worked for me. I mean, I have a really great relationship with God. I, you know, I wake up every morning, I, I watch my sermons, I pray, I meditate, I write all of my thoughts down. If I'm not writing them down, I'm recording them in my phone. Um, listen to yourself. Like, you keep a pad with you or you just write them in um, Sometimes I keep a journal with me. Okay. Sometimes I do. Um, sorry, I'm about to take a bite. Take a bite. Show us that you eat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cheers. 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 <laughs> to another successful episode of Eating Wild Brook. Mmm, that's so good. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Mm -hmm. Daddy, Mama, Jay, I made our delicacy, okay? Yes. When I come home, you know what time it is. Yes. <laughs> I really wanted to know a time, of something that your fans really don't know about you. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, okay, do me this one. In what area of my life? Personal. Personal? Okay. Love, family, girlfriends? Love. Love. We always love love. You write, <laughs> you write songs, right? It's all I do. About love. I do, I do. Um, okay. Uh, past, present, future. Which one is the juiciest? You let me know. Dang. You got to pick a box. Past, present, I future. I feel like past is going to be juicier because future is always bright, right? I mean, this is what we hope. I mean, yeah. And present could possibly be bright. I feel like past is always drama filled. I'm going to go with past. Okay. Past, um, okay, so past relationships, past, uh, past breakups, past loves of my life, past, um, past best sex I ever had. Oh, shoot. I think my fans are probably going to want to know the best sex. Past, who did I write, you know, writing certain, what were certain songs about? Are there songs that I wrote? Can I get multiples? Just two multiples and I'll let you go. I promise you. All right. Okay. Um, We want to know the best sex for all the guys. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Look look at the guys behind the camera. They're like, what? (laughs) And then, oh, what was the other one? I'm sorry. Uh, I got so excited. It's okay. Past, um, we said... Oh, a past uh, songwriting, like mm-hmm. writing songs. Oh, about, yes. Mm-hmm. That one. Okay. Um, well, if we're talking about sex, and I, like, I love mixing sex. Sex and food is actually a good, we'll mix a good, some good food and some good little sexy food and having a good night and a good glass of yes. wine and a good evening. Like, set it up. That's where we, that's where we really begin with like good sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got wine and dine and it doesn't have to, have to be super fancy. Yeah. It could be whatever it is. But um, some good food, mm-hmm. some good wine, some good music and, you know, pay attention to you know, women, we're very sensual. Pay attention to our bodies. We're going to tell you exactly what it is that we like. We're going to tell you what feels good. We're going to, um, at least, you know, we should. I think women should be more vocal about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, like all of the fake and moaning, and we don't do that. There's, no. There's no I reason. think, and I hate you know? to be fully transparent, but I think that really comes down to, like, how comfortable you are with yourself. Yeah. Like, you got to get with yourself first before yeah. getting with someone else. I hate yeah. to say it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You be comfortable with yourself. Get to know yourself. Get know, to know yourself know, first. Know what makes yourself tick. Yes. You know what I mean? It's exactly. a very important thing. Um, and then be with some, you know, when, when sex is with someone that you're really comfortable with. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, that's It's true. a really, really beautiful thing. And, um, you know, I have a record on my album called Change My Mind. And Change My Mind speaks about being in such a space with someone where um, you may try a few things that you didn't think that you would want to try before or like before. And, you know, so... All of it goes hand in hand. I, I like to write about real life. And, yeah. um, you know, me and my girlfriends have juicy conversations. And a lot of my, like, my brother-type guy friends, you know, I write with a lot of men. Mm-hmm. So these are, like, a lot of our dialogue in, like, studio. And we That's how we, how y'all think we write the sex records and how we write. Yeah. It's these conversations. So. It makes sense. Yeah. We're human. It's human nature. All right. Now the other one. Um... Let's Are we see. gonna hear a name drop here? Nah. Oh. <laughs> That's what we were trying. We were trying to hear name drops on both. Okay, so go on. No name drop. Um, no. you know, it's just it's just one of those things. I just I love to pull from um 
you know, I'm a very, I'm a, first of all, I'm a cancer. So I'm very in tune with my emotions and very sensitive. And, um, but I think that that's one of my superpowers. And, um, you know, when I have records, like say like it won't stop or like before I do, or even on, on my new project songs, like, you know, Taboo. Taboo is a beautiful record about, um, you know, if you, you ever meet someone and things feel so great mm-hmm. that, you know, naturally we like to go, ooh, is this too good to be true? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a normal thing because, let's be honest, meeting people that you actually vibe with and, every, you know, you can check off a few, that it's, it's rare. But when you know, you know. And so Taboo is a song about um, not being afraid of that, you know, uh, you know, too good to be true thing. It's like too good doesn't have yeah. to be taboo. Why can I just want to be with you? Exactly. Why can you just want to be with me too? You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, in terms of love, uh, I've definitely experienced that before. So that record is drawn from that situation. I like that. Yeah. I, I'll say this for myself and then I'm going to let you go because I know you're on a very crazy <laughs> schedule. Okay. Two things I learned when it came to relationships. One, when you meet someone and you guys have this like this, like, why are we just so in sync? Mm -hmm. When I went to counseling, what they had said was uh, whatever uh, feelings and emotions you had from your childhood Mm -hmm. are being brought brought up. And that's why you feel that stronger connection. But sometimes it's good and bad, you Mm -hmm. know, and you don't realize it's bad. Some things you carry over that need to be left in your, you know, you don't need to carry those over. And then some things, you know, they do. But that's why... It's important um, to have conversations about it. Yeah. To talk about it. And then for people who don't know how to talk about it, that's why I take what I do so seriously. Because music really is a universal language. I don't care. You don't have to speak English, Spanish, French, whatever. If you feel something and music can help you express it, all you got to do is press play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's not good at expressing how they feel. So, you know, music can be that tool. Yes. Yeah. And then the last thing I wanted to say was, and I don't know if you've had this discussion with your girlfriends, but when girls pick guys, we tend to lean towards what's safe. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I take that back. I feel like when guys date, they date when they make it a girlfriend or wife, they make sure she's safe. When mm-hmm. girls date, we tend to like be drawn to the players and the more riskier guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we mm-hmm. have a, a balance definitely between hot and cold, but mm-hmm. I definitely think women take the most risks. When it comes to dating in serious relationships, I think that I I don't I don't think I won't say the most, but we we do take risks for sure. Because you always hear it, you know, um, you know, we always hear it that good girls like bad boys. Mm -hmm. It's a we get that, but also I think that it just sometimes it's seemingly sometimes um, you know. Let's say men may think that things are one way, but then, you know, things turn out to be a whole other way. Like, you can never judge a book by its cover. So I tell my hubby that all the time. (laughs) Like, girls are slick. You know know what I'm saying? Very. I tell my brother that all the time. Yeah, don't ever get it twisted. Girls girls are very smart, okay? Yes, they are. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming out, feeding me. I look forward to sharing this recipe in the Eating While Broke book. You guys can check out Seven's recipe and eat what we eat while you listen to our episode. Yes. And Drunken Word Sober Thoughts. (laughs) Yes. Please, please go out. Check out the album. I know I'll be listening to it on the way home. Thank you. All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye.
For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Eating While Broke. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.